3: Do you remember early on in the season when Josh Allen had Isaiah McKenzie in the end zone? And he threw the ball in the dirt for no apparent <laughs> reason. Are
0: you just like cherry picking what? like uh, low lights from the well, Bills?
3: I mean, it was impressive to outgain them by 300 yards and lose, but. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> what is what? this? I don't get many opportunities to do this, Maggie. The Bills are really good. So <laughs> well, they lost one. They shouldn't have to the Dolphins. So I'm going to take advantage because okay. Monday morning, I'm not going to be able to do any of this. It
0: was 120 degrees. Don't yeah. fact check me on that. The Bills ran 90 plays. All right. Enough of what I think about the Buffalo Bills. Let's get into someone who's going to be calling the game on radio tomorrow night. And that is Eric Wood, who's a former Pro Bowl center for the Bills for so many years, he's been a friend of the show. Eric, thanks so much for making time for us today. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, Maggie. Thanks for having me on. I wish I was in studio to help defend you in there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, intro.
3: I, yeah, Eric, I would not said bill. any of that if you were in yes, studio. Yeah, if you were
0: sitting here, he wouldn't have said any of that. But because you know he's a tough guy now, because you're on the phone. No, listen. <laughs> If Perloff, if he had to play in these conditions, Eric, Perloff would last not even one snap. I don't even know if he'd come out of the huddle to stretch and get warmed up. You've played in terrible weather in Buffalo. Explain what it's like.
1: Yeah, it, it can be a major hindrance to the football game. Most of the time, they do a great job of cleaning it up before the game. It's not that big of a factor throughout the game. When you're on the sidelines, it's pretty warm. you got the heated bench, you got the heaters blowing. you got the parkas on. When you get out on the field, especially if there's a TV timeout, you could really freeze out there, and that wind is generally whipping in Orchard Park as well. But, I mean, the biggest hindrance to a game that I've been a part of in Buffalo was when it snowed over a foot during the game against Indianapolis in 2017. I remember. In the film the next day, the film was irrelevant. The only person on <laughs> offense that could keep their footing was LaShawn McCoy, Indianapolis, had one linebacker that could really move out there and it was essentially one-on-one football <laughs> when we turned it on with everybody else slipping and falling on the ground.
0: It's such a famous game like yeah. that Bills fans remember because Shady McCoy was so good in that game. Um okay, so a lot has been made now about Tua playing in the cold. But Eric and I you know that I'm a Bills fan, but like I like to think I'm a realistic Bills fan I don't know if the Bills are really built to be a cold weather team either how much do you think Tua's is going to have a trouble with the elements and how much do you think the Bills themselves are going to battle the elements
1: I don't think it's going to be easy on either quarterback they're projecting high winds they're projecting up to maybe seven inches of snow during the game snow before and after so it's going to be tough conditions similar to how it was last week against the Jets so it'll be tough on both quarterbacks, and Tua not being used to playing in those types of elements, it takes some adjustment. And for the Bills, while they're built to throw the football, and I wouldn't necessarily call them a finesse team when you have a 250-pound battering ram at quarterback <laughs> who lowers his shoulders um, you know, to finish off runs, but they are built to pass the football. That's the strength of their team. And last week they threw up for under 150 yards because – It's slick at Orchard Park. It was sleeting, rain, snow mix, and it made it very tough on the receivers. They had a couple third-down drops. They had a couple misfires. So I think it's going to be tough on both offenses tomorrow.
3: Eric, uh, Josh Allen's numbers are a little bit down right now. We assumed it's because of the elbow injury from earlier in the season. Now, last week's game sounds like it was more weather-related. What are you seeing from him? Do you think he's getting close to 100% as the season gets near the end?
1: Yeah, I do. And for a few weeks after that Jets game where he injured his uh, right UCL on his elbow, on his throwing arm, the the game plans got pretty conservative. Now, they reel off four straight wins, which which is great. But in those games, the offense hasn't necessarily lit it up like we saw them do at the beginning of the season. Part of that, like you said, is weather-related. Part of it's Josh Allen's elbow. And part of it is they were the better team in all four of those games, and you don't have to take a ton of risks down the field to to beat those teams like the Browns, the Lions, um, and and so forth. Uh, The Jets last week playing with Mike White, who got dinged up during the game. And so they haven't taken as many chances. and, And because of that, their turnover numbers are way down as well.
0: I love how you describe that as Mike White got dinged up. I think Matt Milano made him see into the next dimension. I mean, he's not playing this week because Zach Wilson is back under center because of what Milano did, basically folded Mike White like an accordion. Uh, Eric, Yeah,
1: I was going to say real quick on that. I mean, he earned a lot of respect from me and everyone else around the league and, and media and fans. And that's a guy that's going to have a job in this league for a long time because he's obviously likable in that locker room. They showed up in those T-shirts the first week he's starting. And then uh, everyone's rocking the Mike White T-shirts. And then he is a capable thrower in this league and obviously has some toughness about him to stay in that game last week after those two big shots from Ed Oliver and Matt Milano.
3: Would you guys be offended if I asked a non-Bills question?
0: I mean, sure.
3: Is there any chance Zach Wilson takes this opportunity and gets back to being what the Jets expected and this all works out for Zach Wilson?
1: You know, if they still had Brees Hall, if they had a healthier offensive line, um, it, it, it could have a similar blueprint to what they had against the Bills earlier in the season. A lot of RPO play action may allow him to simply just manage the game. I think he could take this job back, but... And it it just seems like everyone in that organization is rallying around Mike White right now.
0: Yeah, it really is. Eric Wood is our guest. He uh, calls the games for the Bills on radio. He's going to be up tomorrow. Wait, Eric, is it true you're not there
2: yet?
1: I am not there yet. No, I am. I'm flying in tomorrow morning, and um, I've been told that (sighs) the airport should not be in the snow belt, and so I should have no problem Um flying in. If not, I can always drive up if something happened with the flight and make it work.
0: (laughs) I applaud you, man. That is great.
3: What was it like that seven feet snowstorm? You must have been there. I know you were there during the storm. Yeah, they moved the
0: game to Detroit.
3: Yeah, yeah, is there still remnants when you get back to Buffalo? Because I don't know how you get rid of a seven foot (laughs) snowstorm. Maybe Buffalo does.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's still remnants, I'm sure, in some areas where they had to plowed parking lots and left these enormous snow banks you know when you pile seven feet of snow away from a parking lot it's got to go somewhere at times they'll take it in dump trucks down to lake erie and drop it off down there but yeah i mean in, in 2014 um we experienced almost seven feet of snow in november and our game had to be moved to detroit i mean for that game i got picked up from my house by a stranger on a snowmobile who took me to the team bus it's it's, it's pretty wild.
0: You know, Perloff didn't believe me when I said people yeah. show up in snowmobiles to the game. He's like, no, they don't. I'm like, yes, they do. <laughs> Eric Wood has joined us just for a couple more minutes. Eric, I'm curious what you've seen from Tredavious White since he's come back. They obviously were very cautious with him, uh, putting him back on the field in the first place. And then last week he played 100% of the defensive snaps. What did you see from him?
1: Yeah, I think he's getting more comfortable out there, which is great for the Bills' defense. He's a uh, former all-pro cornerback, and he's coming into his own. And, yes, they were very cautious, which you you want to with your franchise cornerback, a guy who's a cornerstone of your defense and still a fairly young player in his own right. And so they they brought him along slowly, and even as he came back, they didn't give him 100% of the workload until last week, and Tredavious is getting more and more comfortable out there And when he is out there, he's the type of corner that can take away half the field. He can take away a team's number one receiver. You can put him on the number two receiver, run bracket coverage away from him, and he just allows you to do so much more than if he's not out there on the field.
0: One of the reasons why I asked about him and just really about what the Bills' defensive game plan is gonna be because I'm watching the Dolphins over the last two weeks, right? And it's two losses against San Francisco, which I think we can all agree is the best defense in the league. And then the Chargers kind of had this blueprint and put together this great game plan, and they were able to basically hold Tua in check, held Tyree Kill and Waddle in check as well. Is this something the Bills can replicate, or Eric, do you feel like Of course, Mike McDaniel is going to change something up with the offense after what's gone on the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, so what teams are doing is they're running single-high coverage. They have their cornerbacks inside leverage to try and take away the middle of the field to make Tua throw outside the numbers, make him hold on to the football. When Tua holds on to the ball for longer than 2.5 seconds, his quarterback rating goes down over 50 points. I mean, it just... It's, it's, it's monumental to make him hold on to the ball and make him throw outside the numbers. If he can stay in rhythm, if they can run their RPO game, he's a very effective quarterback. Number two, passer rating in the entire NFL. And so, um, yes, what, what the, the Niners and what the Chargers showed the last two weeks, you have to try and copy that if you're the Bills. And in their uh, week three matchup, the Bills held the Dolphins to 21 points. Now, a lot of that was the Bills holding on to the football, time of possession and whatnot. But the Bills did a pretty good job against them last time with the weather, with Tredavius back, with a healthier defense. I, I, I expect a good show to, showing out of this Bills defense.
0: Eric, can't tell you how much we appreciate this. Uh, good luck in all of your travels. And hopefully, I mean, what Perloff, yeah. we, we actually had a bet. You, I knew this. You're, you were never a sleeves guy, yeah. right?
1: No, I never wore <laughs> sleeves in a football game. In my, I don't think in my life, but definitely not in the NFL or college.
0: I think wow. I remember, like, the leather. What, what do those guys wear? Like, the elbow pads? Yeah, that look like they're leather.
1: Can
3: you wear a, car- a, a cardigan sweater on the field? Because <laughs> yeah. that's more my my style.
1: <laughs> yeah, underneath the pads and underneath the jersey, I was pretty bundled up as far as, you know, one of those, like, almost late. T- I didn't have, like, the scuba suit like Tom Brady, but some, <laughs> some pretty heavy clothes underneath. And, yes, I wore the le- leather elbow pads on my elbows but I did that even if it wasn't cold and so um I I, I wasn't downgraded in the offensive line room for for wearing those
0: (laughs) glad to hear it uh Eric thanks so much have a great call and we'll catch up with you a little bit later on this season thank you
1: yeah, sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Appreciate that. Yeah. Eric Woods calling the game this weekend. His, con-
3: his condescension at the thought of wearing sleeves.
0: Oh, he totally put you in your place.
3: I mean, it wasn't even a consideration. It, it felt like you're trying to explain a foreign language to him. like, <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> I <laughs> didn't want
0: to mention that you were wearing a coat in the studio during <laughs> the first
3: hour of the show. But it's I a little chilly here.
2: I appreciate that you're playing hurt today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?